I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I think it's funny. Jackie, this is a crisis in every way, shape, and form. We are live on the Rio Grande right now on a boat. We have been watching a steady stream of hundreds of migrants crossing the Rio Grande illegally. <laughs> put yeah. the mask on. Yeah. No, you gotta, put, you gotta wear it on. Nothing. No, you gotta keep it on. I think the fact that we've over-relied on a flu-based model caused us to under-appreciate the role of aerosol transmission. It probably caused us, it caused us to overestimate contaminated surfaces as a source of spread. It probably caused us to underestimate the utility of high-quality masks and reducing transmission. That when you get infected and recover, A, you get a good degree of immunity, but B, when you get vaccinated, you dramatically increase that protection. Okay. There is a lot going on today and not a whole lot of time to talk about it. We had some technical issues, which were mostly in and around my equipment here from 1984. And we are, we're caught between two uh, missile launches today. Literal missile launches. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, so the my sons are in uh, Cub Scouts and Alice is the... Um, I'm a den leader. The Yes, she is the den Wiccan. <laughs> I'm one, I'm a den leader out in Cub Scouts, and we have our rocket launches, and um, so I had one rocket launch at three, and now I have one coming up at five thirty. So I'm gonna get out. Of so here yeah, and now this. we're missing the Patriots uh, game, which I, I just wanted to jump back into today. They were crushing the Jets last time I saw, but there's a lot going on today, and there's a lot going on in the world. This is incredible. Just to think what happened over the weekend. Friday, of course, afternoon, the United States' entire foreign policy apparatus says, oh, yeah, by the way, that uh, drone strike that we took credit for and spiked the football on and um, talked about as if it was a victory that showed how competent Mm -hmm. we were, uh, just killed civilians. Sorry about that and kids. Uh, Sorry about that. At the same time, I believe France declared war on us or something (laughs) along those lines. There's a total crisis on the southern border, a new crisis over the other two. There are three crises. Kids in Cages was three crises ago. 
That is happening. There's the kids in little cinder block huts. That's an old news. Forget it. We have built back better since then. You've got that. You've got uh, the ports of entry being overrun. And now you've got um, a new nation of Haiti uh, developing uh, in Texas under a bridge <laughs> with no real um, resources there. Mm -hmm. uh, totally overrun everything. There. It's it, it, the, Move away. That's just here. Forget about Afghanistan, which is a, its own F show. And in the fact that the that the um, FDA said no on the boosters, and now for some reason Fauci's out there today jumping on every show to to uh, flack for the administration. Now, when we meant that we thought that we'd be doing the boosters, we meant that uh, that there's a chance that pending the data sets that we see that will, but. Like, this guy is such a CYA machine. He's ridiculous. There's no reason for him to be How out there. How is that today. even his job? How is that his job that he's supposed to go out and defend the Biden administration for saying there would be boosters when they're unnecessary? And, I mean, so this is interesting. So it's been, so Biden's on vacation. He left for his Rehoboth Beach House uh, on Friday. Mm -hmm. He's away. He's out. And... Everything has gone completely, fallen completely apart. The wheels are off. Like, everything's wrong. France is mad at us because we made this deal with Australia to give them submarines or whatever. And they're getting rid of their French submarines because they didn't like those. And now France <laughs> is mad at us. And it's like a whole thing. And then, um, you know, obviously Afghanistan, they dropped this on Friday, too. They said the mil our military is now saying... Yeah, there were no terrorists in that car that we blew up. It was just 10 random civilians, including seven children. And whoops, oh well. Like, we just blew them up to make ourselves look good because we got a bunch of our own service members killed. So that right. imminent suicide bomber attack that was about to happen at the airport, not so much. We didn't really prevent an attack. We just blew up children for no reason and everything else. I mean, it's interesting. So, like, a lot of the mainstream media, the, the border disaster is mostly like Fox covering it right now still. But the some of the more mainstream news sources have caught on to the fact that uh, this is not a good weekend for the Biden administration. Right. That when they have 17 news stories drop on Friday that are all unflattering, that there's uh, something going on, especially when the president disappears to vacation at the same time. So uh, here's what the AP is reporting. The Pentagon admitted its errant drone strike COVID boosters did not get full approval. France recalled its ambassador. Ambassador, The punishing headlines, <laughs> all within an hour, underscored the perils for a president from uncontrollable events that Incredible. can define a term. Uncontrollable events. These are just things happening to him. He can't help it. There was since another AP headline. Um, it's for the same story, but another tweet that the AP had about it. Uh, it says, um, Biden was dealt a trio of setbacks. <laughs> he was dealt them. They just appeared. Yes. He was just dealt blowing up children. That just happened to him. You know, I, I mean, and like, honestly, none of these things, it's hard for me to understand how any of these things is a setback. Like, I don't, none of them is something that happened to him, you know, is it getting hazy in this room? It looks smoky in here. He... No. Okay. Maybe my eyes are going. Just wondering. Is it getting hazy? Just wondering. My imagination. 
Um, so anyway. Well, smoke would smell, right? I would think so. I don't know. Well, if, you know, we're going down with the burn barrel ship, honey, I think, if uh, anything happens. The kids aren't in the house, so it's fine. They're next door. But um, anyway, so this framing is so interesting to me because it's like this just all happened to him and they're all setbacks. Like, first of all, being wrong about booster shots isn't a setback. Technically, in terms of fighting the virus, that's a good story. That's a positive story because the FDA is saying they're not needed. You don't have to go out here and spend millions of dollars on booster shots and getting them to people and convincing people to take them. They're just as protected as with them as without them. So that means that that's a win, right? Like, well, I don't understand how that's a, a setback, setback because, he's, because he was wrong about it. But he was right, wrong. In the boosters, that's his own franchise. That's not something he got from Trump. So that's, they can. Yeah, but in terms of fighting the virus, it's not a well, setback, right? That's, we're not fighting the virus. Yeah, that's not what they're doing. They're obviously, he's about, politically, that was going to be his own adventure. And now he's coughed that up. His own FDA has stuck it to him. So now Fauci's out there. It's only a setback because they came out and said they were doing boosters on September 20th. And the FDA says, no, you don't need them. Not everyone needs boosters. It's not necessary. There's no data to show this. Which is, by the way, what I've been telling you for months, right? You've been saying, do I need a booster? And I said, like, right. there's no data. Like, I'll believe it when I see it. But there's nothing showing that boosters are necessary right now. Right. And, this is, and so Fauci's out there today trying to wash away... This ham-handed idiocy. This is this <laughs> setback. This uh, you know, act of God. You know, mm-hmm. rather than act of a moron in the White An House. An uncontrollable event. Right. Here's Martha Raddatz simply just asking Fauci. Doesn't it look abysmal? You, you know, you yourself have said how important consistency is. And you mentioned earlier, President Biden talked about planning for September 20th rollout for all Americans. I know he said planning. I know he said it depends on the FDA. But isn't a time like, timeline like that just confusing to people? First of all, <clears throat> think of that question. She doesn't need an infectious disease expert to be an authority on whether a timeline is confusing to people. <laughs> this is a psychology she's, question. She's people. She can just say it's confusing to people. <laughs> right. This is crazy. I'm not I'm not necessarily think that that's the case, Martha. No, it's not confusing to people. Oh, okay. If you say so, why would why hand You're him the that? doctor. Why hand him that? No, you're not confused. Are you sure cuz I'm confused? No, you're not confused. We weren't confused about we, the masks either, or about what percent we needed to get herd immunity. We We're wanted never to be confused. ready. These are the kinds of things that, when you make a decision, you don't snap your finger and it gets rolled out the next day. And that's, I think, the thing that the people in the United States need to understand. The what horse bleepery is this that's going on? Yeah, Israel's giving them to everybody. You can do it that when way you if you want to do it you that don't way. Sm- I mean, but it's such. A third-rate flacking. He's creating straw men now. Mm-hmm. People expected us to snap our finger. What? Well, nobody said that. <laughs> nobody said that. You're saying things that become that are inaccurate. You're proven to be inaccurate. Mm-hmm. Inaccurate. Bozo in the White House. Now, I appreciate Fauci's willingness and desire to survive and keep his job by showing loyalty to the president, and he did a lot of that during Trump too. Mm-hmm. Um, but. At some point, this guy is supposed to be a public-facing person, a trusted person. Remember the fact right. that people don't want to take vaccines, and et cetera? This guy is the biggest liar on the planet. It's remarkable. 
and he's a public health. You can't have everybody be a flack. It might feel mm-hmm. good and look good, and everybody's on the same page and reads the same marketing jargon and you know knows how to say tell us what their north star is. And now uh, you know use the word constellation every four words. But normal people can tell when a weasel's talking to them. Well, right. There's this idea, and I think it's sort of the field of economics is to blame for this a little bit, but there's this idea among public officials that if you, like, incentivize people the right way and you, like, nudge them in the right direction, that you can, like, get them to do things. And it's, like, all little psychological games and stuff, but they have no idea what they're doing and it doesn't work and they're really bad at it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, these things are so unpredictable. The best thing they can do is give people information and get out of the way and not decide that they're like really smart and special and they have all the answers and that they need to go out there and, you know, give people the right lies to incentivize them to do what they want because it always backfires. It always goes wrong. And Fauci's the king of doing this. And I don't understand and why they're still putting the guy out there. And that's why really they were blown up today. You're right. You were blown up today by Scott Gottlieb who said something that he's actually been saying for months mm-hmm. but said it today uh, and it, it it's just resonating more today. And you're right. The six feet was arbitrary. The six feet was arbitrary in and of itself. But if the administration had focused in on that they might have been able to affect a policy that would have actually achieved their outcome. But mm-hmm. that policy-making process didn't exist. And the six feet is a perfect example of sort of the lack of um, rigor around how CDC made recommendations. Remember, six feet was a game changer. That's mm-hmm. all the kids have to go home. That's um, all the places have to close and can can only do pickup and delivery, et cetera. Mm-hmm. That's businesses are a remote. That's the game changer right there. Yep. And the brain trust just pulled it out of nowhere. Uh, I don't know. Who says four, eight, 12, 20? Let's go with six is right there in the middle, right? People know about how big that is. That's easy. Two yards. And all the people involved in this voting remained employed during this whole thing. Very, very well employed. Nobody knows where it came from. Most people assume that the six feet of distance, the recommendation for keeping six feet apart, comes out of some old studies related to flu, where droplets don't travel more than six feet. We now know COVID spreads through aerosols. Remember Mm -hmm. how key that is. Right. Droplets are what you can see, like spittle, essentially. Mm -hmm. Droplets. What they do is they go out of your mouth and fall to the ground. Droplets might be something that, a mask, even a cloth mask, might help from, mm-hmm. uh, you know, going and hitting somebody. Or a face shield or one of those sure. plastic things. Well, anything, absolutely mm-hmm. anything. If this were a droplet virus. Right. It's not a droplet virus. It's an aerosol virus. So the virus goes out of your mouth, through your mask, up into the air, and then goes with the current and the, and the wind and wherever it wants mm-hmm. to go. Whatever blows around. It's lighter than air. It's just floating through the air. And so... That's important, too, because we've been having everybody wear droplet masks Mm -hmm. this whole time, which Gottlieb mentions. Initial recommendation that the CDC brought to the White House, and I talk about this, was 10 feet. And a a political appointee in the White House said, we can't recommend 10 feet. Nobody can measure 10 feet. It's inoperable. Society will shut down. So the compromise was around six feet. I do like that. It's like (laughs) nobody can measure 10 feet. Well, um, we can measure six. Why? Well, because Al's six feet. So, well, yeah, or you can tell people like two yardsticks or I don't know, all the monitors when I was working at the <laughs> warehouse all said like, remember. Six- How's a yardstick work in Denmark, though? Well, they say two meters in most of the rest yeah, of the Yeah, but world. a meter's not a yard. Yeah, but it's roughly six feet. Roughly? It's life and death, Alice. 
<laughs> well, I'm saying they were saying all the monitors in my at my work when I was in the warehouse mm-hmm. said six pies. Remember, stay six pies apart. Oh, <laughs> Why? But they're right. I mean, it's a psychological choice. Right, right? of course it, it is. It was a choice. What can we get people to do? Well, Not but, a choice based on some but science. But remember, and then, so, I here's, mean, so here's Gottlieb Gal- yeah. saying essentially the same thing back in March, but expounding a little bit. I think the fact that we've over-relied on a flu-based model caused us to under-appreciate the role of aerosol transmission. It probably caused us, it caused us to overestimate contaminated surfaces as a source of spread. It probably caused us to underestimate the utility of high-quality masks and reducing transmission. It probably caused us to overestimate the impact of distancing the six feet. We should have re-adjudicated this much earlier. I think there's, there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with having followed that flu-based model and been wrong, but we should have been evaluating this along the way. So CDC did the right thing today. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it wasn't really clear the statement they made. It evaluated it along the way. In other words, March or April of 2020, mm-hmm. they should have re-adjudicated as like you said, and said, hey, guys, this is not a droplet problem. Mm-hmm. This is not a droplet landing on the desk problem. This is an aerosol problem. Goes through the air. So let's stop having people wear these masks, making them think they're safe, first of all. Right. Because it was not keeping them safe, these masks. And they should be getting them into other masks. But for for some reason, Mm -hmm. they never adjusted. The other thing is, They never adjusted. Also, I I don't want to move off of this. I'm I'm not not moving off of it. No, I know. But but they never effing adjusted. Ever, ever, ever. Right. Yeah, they're still now... I mean, there was this video that went around, obviously, from the SEIU, because who else, was showing how safe they were making the New York public schools. And yes. they had this dude going around with, like, his, they had a his fat guy. backpack of yes. chemicals spraying through the room and his little gas mask going through, spraying down all the room with who knows what sanitizing spray. What are you doing? We know it doesn't spread from surfaces. It's fine. Go away. But no, we can't kill the union is, jobs I, now. I, Joe Biden had it in his big American rescue plan. I've so actually, we yeah, have this to is the have audio the, of the guy spraying. Sprayers go around. That's a sprayer. <laughs> Fat guy, gut hanging out over his pants. Just probably making $85 an hour. Well, they had that was a photo op. Well, they had the press in. You could see the camera. Thank you, SEIU. <laughs> so never. So meanwhile, you got these videos like today, uh, like this in the last couple of weeks, like with this little mm-hmm. kid crying as the daycare or the school is making him put a mask on. He keeps taking it off because it's hard for him to breathe. <laughs> put yeah. the mask on. Yeah. No, you gotta put, you gotta wear it on, honey. No, you gotta keep it on. <laughs> Put your mask on. Yay! All because these arrogant SOBs. Oh, remember though, it's good for them because it's teaching them to care for their society and to right. put up to self. So not only better. suffocate them, but tell them that they're going to kill their grandparents if they if they take it off. Mm-hmm. That's great. All because these arrogant SOBs never re-adjudicated, never said because they were covering their asses and saying, "Okay, guys, no, no, no we're not going to say that we fumbled this. We've already." screwed up the testing. We already prevented private companies from initially doing testing. Well, we said the CDC would handle it, and we choked on that. We've already started off as a failure. We can't start retracting stuff that we've been saying the last month because we haven't said anything good then. Mm-hmm. We haven't done anything to help. We've only effed up. So they've decided yeah. through complete and total cowardice 
to stay with the party line and continue this mm-hmm. this absolute horse bleep. Well, and now too as uh, another example of something that they're that is proving to not be useful that they're trying to re-adjudicate and they're not able to. I mean, so part of the problem is also that people don't pay that much attention to like shifting guidelines. And so mm-hmm. like if you tell everybody like a simple, easy to remember thing, like stay six feet apart or wear a mask and then it turns out that it doesn't work or it's more complicated than that or they need a specific type of mask or six feet was random. Like you can't really take it back because once you've put it out there in the world, especially if you chose it specifically because it's an easy thing to stick in somebody's head, all these people now have it in their head and they're walking around thinking it, you know? So just like it took time for people, remember how like all the news stories at the beginning were like, oh, it's no more dangerous than the flu, go about your life, Mm -hmm. the real problem is the racism, blah, blah, blah. Like it took a while, even after it was clear that that wasn't true, for a bunch of people to readjust from it's no more dangerous than the flu. And then like the six feet thing, like people can't let go of it because it's easy, stay six feet apart, wear a mask, social distance, blah, blah, blah. Um... And now, like, there's more things like that. So all these schools that are doing quarantining for kids, right? So, like, for example, at the Cub Scout rocket launch, there was one kid who had to do his rocket launch by himself because he's officially quarantined by the schools because he was, like, a contact or whatever, right? So he had to do that by himself. He's quarantined. We talked about the town we used to live in in the first week of school had, like, two whole classes of kids quarantined because they were considered a close contact because they ate lunch together and then, like, a kid got COVID and everybody had to stay home for seven to ten days depending on if they got a test. Well, it turns out that um, quarantining actually isn't that effective a strategy, that Mm -hmm. it results in a huge amount of learning loss, especially since the schools aren't set up now this year to do remote learning. So these kids are just home from school. Like it's counting as an absence for them. It's as though they've been asked to stay home from school for a week. So there's huge learning loss and there's not evidence that it solves the transmission problem. So like schools that practice quarantining aren't doing better than other schools that aren't practicing quarantining. So... What they've said now is that they're trying to adopt a test and stay approach, which is that you just rapid test everybody, which is like the rapid tests are accurate enough that Mm -hmm. it's like somewhat helpful. And then you just have them stay in class because it's not worth the learning loss. But people now, because like the quarantining thing has been around for so long to isolate and close contacts and this and that and don't leave your house if you've been exposed, like people can't let go of it. So it's upsetting people. The other problem is we now don't have rapid tests because the FDA is regulating them as a medical device and stuff. It's like this whole problem and Biden needs to change how they're regulated. And like you can't get them anywhere with the back to school because all the parents are trying to get rapid test results so their kids can go back and not do the whole like waiting a day for results and everything. And, like, they're out everywhere. It's crazy. Out everywhere. And still, they're telling us not to wear N95 masks. Mm-hmm. Those are for the healthcare providers. Right. Now. And still, nobody in any of these trillion-dollar spending packages put anything in there so that we'd all have masks. Mm-hmm. So you and I should be swimming through masks when we get uh, – yeah. everybody listening. Good masks. You not- guys should, Right. We're swimming through good cloth masks. We have spent so much money, thrown away so much money, and we didn't do the thing, the, the level of protection, the layer that would have helped everybody. No, those are for healthcare. That makes no freaking sense. It makes no sense. These people are crazies. Crazy. Jesus, this is crazy, Alice. I, 
These people are just, they're, they have effed this thing up. They're absolutely insane. It has brought out the worst in us. And I am, you were at the church today, Alice. Mm -hmm. I am not a, I don't know what I am, actually. I don't know what I am. It's I, You I'm were a, once a Christian. I'm a blinking cursor, okay? <clears throat> um, But I, I, the only thing I can think of is there's been such a degradation of character and morals and such an increase, in my opinion, in indulgences is that simple, vacuous, temporary indulgences that that the lack of religion is destroying us. And I, I think that if we were a more religious country at the beginning of this thing, then we would have handled it. I think we were a much more religious country. And I don't even, it just... Well, I almost, I would go a step further and say that... Um that the problem isn't so much a lack of religion because most people that like don't go to church or synagogue or whatever mm -hmm. are not um not religious. They just have other religions that they don't think are religions. Like most right. people follow a bunch of religious beliefs that aren't like we're not all data from Star Trek wandering around making data. purely rational decisions. Data? What? What? You mean data? Data? What frigging country are you from? <laughs> okay. Data. I always say data. <clears throat> okay. Jesus, you're sorry for whatever. Okay. <laughs> like wandering around making these purely rational decisions, right? Like, like Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> That's totally normal, Wells. That's totally normal. <clears throat> Let me tell you, if you were at the convention I was at yesterday and pulled that crap. <laughs> Oh man! I was at the Lego a Lego convention. They take that stuff very seriously. Okay. I don't know if it's the same crowd, but yeah, there's some crossover. There was some. <laughs> you believe me? Um. So anyway, but people are following religious beliefs, and we're seeing it mm -hmm. play out. They just oh, yeah. have different religious <clears throat> beliefs than like traditional what they think of as religions. They think that they're just following facts and science and stuff. But well, you saw this happening even before COVID because you saw it with the Trump stuff. They're like buying little statues of Ruth Bader Ginsburg and like teaching their kids about her life story. That's right. religion. That's well, a religion you, you with a saints point. and like veneration wore, yes. and everything and they else. Or the pink. Pea hats mm -hmm. and dress like uh, Handmaid's Tale people. These are adults doing this. Yeah, this is these. They follow a religion. It's just a different. It. They just don't right. think it's a religion. I they just could, think they're good people naturally. Oh, right, but, which is why they preach to us on TikTok so much mm -hmm. about where we've gone afoul of the doctrine. But people are naturally religious, and you mm -hmm. can't like create a vacuum and have it just stay. So they fill that void with right. something else and. It just turns out that what they fill it with is toxic and insane and, and not I think, wholesome. Uh, that in mixed with social media, social media reinforces it because mm -hmm. you can. There's other people you can get instant uh, validation, right. you know, and uh, and find like-minded others. And it's easy to be, uh, it's easy to be uh, um, mil uh, miserable and uh, you know immobile and to live online now, which actually brings me to. So, yeah, and so I just look back and I'm thinking, like, even Y2K, Y2K either could have been. I'm still thinking about the Star Trek thing. Data? <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Cracks me up. Okay, sorry. 
Well, Y2K could have been... <clears throat> it could have been nothing, or the planes were going to fall out of the sky. It would, And or all the bank accounts in the world would be drained because suddenly we're at the planet zero, at the time of zero. And there was people... Y2K was a possible cluster bleep. Mm-hmm. You know, my brother worked at a kind of a computer help desk place at the time, and they all were working, waiting. It's 11 p.m., it's 11.05, waiting to see when the world, every computer thought it was the year zero, so that all the planes would just fall out of the sky and everything. But we were absolutely, we, with the exception of, like, some crazy guys who committed suicide and expected Haley's Comet to grab them. Maybe that was a different thing. We, that was uh, different. But we... The world kept it together. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember being berated that Y2K mixed with climate, mixed with racism, mixed with sexism, mixed with... There with, weren't Y2K deniers and... With gender. I, I don't remember ever it being really used as a, a weapon. I mean, there was some thoughtful discussion about, hey, maybe we should have thought of this when we started to, you know, make computer... And, and that's... But... We could... There weren't like sides. <clears throat> no, <laughs> there weren't like anti Y two K and pro Y two K. Not people. really. There were some people who said, "Wow, this makes this a special New Year. Let's get the good stuff." You know, just in case it's the last time, we'll get like the good champagne. But but now, I mean, even I, even just with the initial the handling of nine eleven, that was a, an extraordinary bit of time right around then. But generally, we had there were shared value, shared goals, etc. There was a shared sense of empathy, etc. I don't know that that, that exists. Like, there's not that cohesion's not around anymore. And maybe the maybe the problem is that the internet is that there's no. And this brings me to my story in the parking lot too. There's no shared cultural experience anymore. Mm-hmm. And even back then, with even twenty years ago. There still was, and to and people call Generation X the last Generation X. I, I, my generation is the last generation to have had to had seen everything that when everybody else saw it. Mm-hmm. We had all shared cultural experiences because there was no there was only three channels, no computers, and so at least in this in the West anyway, everybody saw everything. Everybody, at the same time. Everybody at once watched Roots for a week or whatever in 1970-something <laughs> and experienced that. The closest thing is when everybody watched Tiger King at the beginning of the pandemic. Right. <laughs> but that's unusual now. It's true. That's the closest thing, but not still not everybody. Because other people just binge-watch a thousand things and this and that and get their news from all over the place. So that's why... So anyway, okay. Maybe we should hit... Um, what, was, what was my whole point? So that's why I think that this is, we're just, like, how we've effed this up. We're just not equipped anymore. And we can communicate too easily. Too easily today. And Mm -hmm. it's just, it's just, it's crazy. Um, But yeah, but I think there is something to, like, the sense of righteousness that people have about it, too. About, like, their side being correct. mm -hmm. Like, and I really think it has, like, a fanaticism element to it. You know, in terms of, like... The division between people you know like the the people who are like pro mask are fanatical about it mm-hmm. it's absolutely 
a totally irrational belief and they're so convinced of their own righteousness that there's like you can't even you can't like address it with them and have a conversation about it you know like you can't have a reasonable conversation where you talk about droplets and aerosols and and you know randomized control trials in bangladesh you can't do it they can't hear that you know so is that not gonna is that adopting does the, does this new belief system, this new COVID belief system, does this overlay onto a current belief system or replace one? I think it overlaps with, I mean, and and you'll see this in like the Black Lives Matter, this like privilege religion stuff too, that, you know, they'll, they'll co-opt and appropriate like Christian language in particular about like redemption mm-hmm. and, um, you know, inherited guilt and and this kind of stuff like original sin kind of and confession it's like a confessional religion right Mm -hmm. that you have to confess your sins and like be absolved except they don't really offer much absolution you just confess your sins and then you come back for more confessing of more sins that are well it's buried it's funny and literally a tithing right and you tithe right you there's all of this is like built into that like reparations all this stuff like it's part of the theology of mm. this stuff and i think like covid has sort of been added to that as a branch but it's not really i mean i think i think it's a lot of the same people you know hmm maybe not all but but i think that it's definitely kind of been like slotted into that whole thing you know, like anti-maskers are also like anti-vaxxers and also white supremacists. Like right. Joy Reid the other day on her show, because I forget what Ben Shapiro even did, but he stuck up for somebody she didn't like and she called him an anti-vaxxer white right. supremacist. Like just because that's like part of the code word for like not part of our religion and doesn't believe in our. And it just makes thing. it easy. It also it just means that these people are so wicked that tells you the degree. Yeah, a vaccinated Jewish person can be an anti-vaxxer white supremacist right. if he follows the wrong belief system. That just tells you what kind of felon he is, just mm-hmm. so you know. It's, um, you're right, and it's crazy. And so I was at this um, essentially Lego festival yesterday. Um, but it was uh, it was off brand. It wasn't called. They wouldn't get out to use the term Lego. It was so Brickfest. Brickfest. So it was little Lego-y things. And there were. At, First of all, I got to the door of the place, and the the thing said, please be considerate and wear a mask. And we didn't have masks, so I was like, uh, okay. But even in line, 75 80% of the people had masks Outdoor on. line. Yes, outdoor line, and were holding them. So when they got inside, I didn't have, nobody hassled me for it. There was a bunch, you know, 10%, like I said, 15% maybe didn't have wear masks anyway. And, and... But I saw these many, many young people, and this is these Legos. There, there was big Star Wars things, uh, Matrix kind of all of all the adventure movies, and it's so interesting to me. Undoubtedly, almost to a person, everybody there was vaccinated. Undoubtedly, they have all these Star Wars things. These people want to be Han Solo. These are these are some geek. I was not even in the top like twenty five like demo for being fattest there these were <laughs> these were um um stationary geeks uh what do you call that when you don't move a lot sedentary sedentary yes this the sedentary class of geek was there people who would know that it's data not Sorry. data people who would know like 
roughly how to build out a, a lightsaber. That Those people were there, and they were checking out all the Legos, and they were buying them and getting terrible deals on them. <laughs> but that's fine. Uh, so, But I th- was looking at them, and to a person, these people have masks on, almost. And I thought, that's they're going to this convention that is its own religion, really, mm-hmm. where they celebrate these characters who are fearless. They mm-hmm. celebrate them. They Some of them dress like them. They have t-shirts. They honor and love these characters, but they themselves are scared and vaccinated. Right. It's crazy to me. It's like, really? That's Well, it? yeah, and I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon. I, like, we've talked about this even months ago. People have been saying, like, oh, well, I, for one, look forward to wearing a mask every flu season now since it's so effective at producing flu, blah, blah, blah. Like... Okay, but nobody ever did before, and we went about our business, and we were fine. Right, you okay. Know? I mean, not everybody was fine, clearly. Some no, no, people no. used to die of flu. That's true, but... Um, and very quickly, can you tell me what, what's happening with France? Um, so we made a deal. Australia made a deal with the U.S. and the U.K. to get submarines from them, and France is mad because they used to get submarines from France, basically. So, and they literally pulled their... Contract with France, basically. No, I understand, yeah. but the French then pulled their... Ambassador from the U.S. He's because... leaving. The guy from Washington, D.C. Yeah. who lives in the French place with the French flag flying, mm-hmm. he went home. Yeah. <laughs> if that was... <laughs> you know that they were hoping that would happen when Trump was president. Oh, I mean, yeah. that is an unbelievably Trumpy thing. When I saw it, I was like, does this happen? <laughs> like, I don't know. Does a guy from France do that? I mean, I assume maybe... Well, and this is after the UK censured Biden, the parliament censured Biden over the right. Afghanistan thing. Like This is a this d- presidency is an absolute disaster. It's a terrible disaster. And, and in fact, it's a disaster. I, and I'm not getting any glee over it. I don't even like when I'm, people are... I have a little glee. People are tweeting out like his bad poll numbers. I don't want to hear about... I don't care about the poll numbers at all. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just don't want all the good stuff to be ruined forever. That's all I don't <laughs> yeah. want. Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, but I do wonder, like, what is this presidency doing well at right now? Um, Like, what are they not completely screwing up? This administration, people would say, well, I mean, if you like amnesty, then... Then this is good. This is a good administration for that. Uh, if you're an open borders person, this is good for that. Well, day. not really though. They're unhappy. The administration has been fighting with the ACLU, the um, because they've extended Trump's Title Forty Two because mm-hmm. it's the border is such an unmitigated disaster. Now a judge has blocked them from enforcing it, so that goes into effect in two weeks. Yeah, but isn't that a nod to um, to purple seats in the Congress? Well, no, but th- my point is that a judge is now going to block them from enforcing mm. it. So they've been kicking people out under Title 42, which is this COVID regulation that says because of the public health threat, they can kick people out. And the ACLU has sued them, and now a judge has blocked them from doing it anymore. So starting in two weeks, they're not going to be able to deport people for that anymore. Um, uh, let me tell so you. So it's about to get I'll worse. I'll tell you the things that, that President Joe Biden, I liked the dogs. Okay. German Shepherds are great dogs. Um, I, I liked that one of them was attacking people. <laughs> I Did that you was like fun. when his bed disappeared from the White House? <laughs> I liked, um, the, um, there was a cat promised who has not arrived. <laughs> I like that. Do you like the ice cream? 
I don't trust that. I don't like. I don't like a man licking an ice cream cone. <laughs> There's that's all wrong. That's all wrong. That should never happen. My own dad was an ice cream cone guy. I just don't like it. I don't. I don't think a man should be licking ice cream cones or rolling using rolling luggage. But um, so uh, what else are they doing? I don't. I don't know. Um, they're causing inflation. Let's see. Yeah, they're causing inflation. That's not good. The gas prices are up. They are up. It's three oh seven down the street at the cheap place. Um, um, yeah, I'm back to the days where, like, where, I, where I get like twenty bucks worth of gas. Now I'm like playing the market a little bit to see <laughs> if, if it'll, it'll go, go to, down right. next week and you can fill up. Yeah, the rest I can of save a dollar eight. All right, so can I get to my to the parking lot mm-hmm. down the street from the Lego convention? Not officially Lego convention. The small plastic thing. <laughs> brick breakfast. There was near where we parked. There was a hotel and. On this hotel, behind me, I noticed a, a man and woman crouched next to a car. Young people. They're probably about 20 years old. And I'm like, what are they doing down there? Like, It's weird. But they're right behind me. And I can see them through the rear view mirror. Mm-hmm. So, um, so then the guy... And oh, by the way, I tweeted this out. So you guys can see this in the Burn Barrel Twitter thing. The guy then, and there's a woman, and she's there, and she's young and very attractive. She looks like she's, they look like they're about to go out to dinner or something. <clears throat> and <clears throat> he was a fine enough looking dude, you know, skinny pants, just you know, a very average 20-year-old, you know, 20-year-old boys look like boys very often. 20-year-old girls, a lot of times, just look like women. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm wa- so I'm watching them. Um. And then I pull out a cigarette and I light it. So I'm just kidding. Um. I'm watching them, and uh. And and he comes walking out the back with a donut, the tire mm-hmm. for the car. So then I say, okay, that's what they're doing down there. They're trying to figure out how to jack the car up. She's holding the implements, and they're going up over the what the implements are. Which one does what? And I'm thinking, like, I, there's a chance. One, I don't want to get down on the ground because I'm going to need helpers to get me back up. If I ever get down there, and my knees will shatter. Yeah, from... usually our t- I change our tires. That's a different different subject, Alice. Okay. Um. So, so um, I'm watching them, and he comes out with the donut, and he don't know. He doesn't. He's not sure really what it is or what <laughs> what how it can be used. Whatever he knows that it probably fits with the tire. So anyway, she's looking at the at the stuff. They eventually start getting the jack ready. Some jacks are tricky. There's no doubt. Okay, okay. But they're starting to. She's losing patience with him. Mm-hmm. He, he's trying to figure the thing out, and she keeps going down there and doing a better job at jacking it. And he doesn't get it. Meanwhile, they they finally eventually get the tire off, and they he puts the the donut on, but they're. Something was happening. They were like the the donut was the tire was rolling or something when they tried to. Do it. Uh, it, the whole thing was going haywire, and she was. Well, usually you have to loosen it before you lift it, so that you know. Well. Thank you, Alice. Anything else that we should know in case somebody in real time is changing tire? <laughs> so anyway, so so she and I was getting angry at him, which I'm enjoying at, at this point. Mm-hmm. And then I th- was thought about it. She was. She was very good looking and 
you would probably say she was curvy. Um, and was her. He is just a dude who's not able. Eventually, they got the thing done. He's a dude who's not. By the way, while this is happening, I was actually in a transaction with my son in the car. I was, didn't spend 45 minutes just there. We were just there for a couple of minutes. But, but anyway, so he, she brings femininity and womanhood to the table. Right. You know, and at least some extensive aptitude for changing a tire, apparently. He doesn't bring any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. He's technically a guy, but it... His toolkit does not include knowing how to change a tire or having strength to use any of the equipment that was there. Right. Now, I assume... his What he brought to the relationship apparently didn't even include, like, a AAA membership or something. Like, right. Because, in my opinion, if you don't know how to change a tire, you should at least be not broke enough to be able to get somebody there who can change the tire, right? Like, it, well, you have right. to do one or the other. You can't just or, be but, like, mm. But as, a, like, I, I, I've been on, like, 48s in my life. One one time, I had to, um, I was driving my brother's car. My, he had a standard. It was an old VW. And, you know, I worked on, I had it in my head. That if I ever, ever, someday, ever get a date, and I'm in this car, mm-hmm. I can't have it that I am, um, uh, that uh, that I am, uh, what's it called when a car passes out? When a car passes out? When it stops. Stalls out? Yes. Okay. I can't have it stall because I don't know how to drive a standard well, and I'm on a hill, and it goes... Right. I said, I can't have that be that. Ever. So I learned how to drive a standard mm-hmm. and I had my one date and although my personality was terrible, had no game, I knew, knew nothing to say. I knew, uh, knew nothing whatsoever. And I'm sure she had a very generally awful time. The freaking <laughs> car didn't stall. I brought that. I was a guy who could drive the car and had the tire mm-hmm. blown out. I could have changed the tire. I would have had at least that, you know, but how, how is this guy being sent into the world? Without any tools. Right. What does he bring, actually? Right. She brought her stuff. She's beautiful and resourceful. You know? <laughs> At least. I mean, that's just for a cursory, you know, glance from somebody who doesn't know anything. Mm-hmm. She brought a woman, but he didn't bring a man. Right. So how the... What the freak is that? One, how do guys get... Fix the situation for ourselves. <laughs> you want me to fix it? Tell me about this. Well, I don't know. I think we should talk about it more on our Patreon show. Oh, we can't screw people like that. We can't screw people like that? We already talked about it. <laughs> What's the right it? way to screw people? <laughs> <clears throat> no, okay. So here's my, my feeling is that... But I, want, I don't want to... I don't want to... Actually, we're keeping something. But we're out of time anyway. Anyway. That's, what I'm, that's my point. Okay. Um, anyway, the, the, you can see the video. It's on our Twitter feed. And I don't... Get it. And I think it has something to do with, like I said, having, I think it's generational because our, my generation obviously had its milk toast idiots too. And you, you're married to one. Um, and so, but <laughs> but at different. least 
Right. At least we were we all had basic knowledge because we shared the same culture. We all knew some basic things. Mm-hmm. Because we all watched the basic things. We all watched the same movies, the same TV. We all essentially, you know, I, I didn't read any books, but other people read books. And we had, just culturally, we shared things. And there were certain things involved that you saw that it was important to know if you were going to be a man. And certain things were expected of you from a woman. Because we all saw the same four things. That's gone now. And I don't know where or how we're creating people like that. I don't, it's not everybody either, because some of these, you know, obviously anybody in the military, et cetera, it's not everywhere. Oh, right. But, but is this more. It's statistically increasing. Absolutely. I don't know. I feel bad for, for women. Yeah. Like, why is this. I, 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 okay. All right. Do I play the after party music now? And the, is, do I play we the, play the, the goodbye end? music, yeah. All right. Well, we'll For, see you guys tomorrow anyway. We are going to do one more little segment of the show over on Patreon. Um, wanted to make sure we have time to get that in before I have to go back and launch another rocket into outer space. And um, you can play the closing music of the show, Tom. Thank you. Um, thank you, everybody, so much for always listening. Um, you can check out our Patreon if you want to do that. That's patreon.com slash burn barrel. But um, as usual, the show is free five days a week. We are on Twitter at burn barrel pod, at Tom Shattuck, at Alice Shattuck, burn barrel podcast.com, facebook.com slash burn barrel. You can send us an email, burn barrel podcast at gmail.com, or check out our YouTube channel or our Rumble channel, Tom Shattuck's burn barrel. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.